This is an opinion-based show. These opinions are our own and are not the opinions held by Disney or any other important corporation involved with Star Wars and their cadre of expensive lawyers. This show is for fun. Please don't sue us. Saya and Mal's Hot Takes Star Wars Visions So the very first... The very first episode was The Duel, and that was the one with the samurai. It was almost in a kind of black and white style of animation. What did you think about that one? Let me ask you one question before we talk about this. Did you watch it dubbed in English, or did you set it to Japanese with subtitles? I made a horrible, horrible mistake. I forgot everything that I had learned in my youth, and I accidentally watched it in English. And by the second episode, I almost wanted to scream and throw it out the computer. Did you find that it was because the dubbing was so mismatched with what was happening on the screen? Like the mouth to vocals? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that's 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 always going to be a problem. Isn't that something that they always have to try and account for? They have to try and pick words that'll vaguely match what the person's even saying on screen? Yeah. That and just the qualities. I was more mad about the quality. And then, of course... I don't know how true the wording was to, to the Japanese, but I found some of the English version writing was kind of lackluster. Oh, so after I watched the first episode and it was dubbed in English and afterwards I said to myself, oh, why did I do that? And so for the rest of the episodes that I watched, I watched until episode six. I had it in Japanese with English subtitles. Oh, you were so smart. I watched till seven, but I've been watching it in English this uh, this entire time. I'll probably finish it up this way. Um, after the second episode, I just looked at my husband and I was like, I can't. This was so bad. And I looked it up online. People said it was slightly better in Japanese. And he said, do you want to watch it again in Japanese? And I was like, no, please don't. <laughs> please don't make me watch this specific episode again. Um, so for the first episode, I felt like it was super, super strong. Like, I really liked the first one, The Duel with the Samurai. The first episode was very strong. I really liked the art style and the artistic choices that they made. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might go back and watch that one with the subtitles because that was the one that I watched as a dub. And I think if I watched it with subtitles, I would really, really like it. But it was a very strong opening episode. Visually amazing. Yeah, I think that was the one they mainly used when showing off this show before it came out, huh? Yeah, so... Episode two, by that point, I had switched to subtitles. And my takeaway from it was that in terms of story, I thought it was very cute and very endearing. I feel like such a butthole. Like, so many people like Clone Wars, so many people like Rebels, and both of those, I'm like, oh, they were a little too childish for me. They are clearly not written for adults, though lots of adults like them, and some of them have mature content. Um, but this one, this Tatooine Rhapsody with the singer guy, uh-uh, none of it. I The only thing I liked was, like, the background animations, like, with the Boba Fett nodding his head. But, uh-uh, this is, this is not my Star Wars. Take this and put it back where it came from. I thought this story was very cute and sweet. The animation style, for me, was a miss. It was a no-no. That that one guy... I didn't even realize that that one guy was a, was hut. a hut. I was <laughs> like, who? They're like, he's a hut. What? It's definitely a unique style. The animation style was a miss, but the story to me was very cute. 
What did what did you think about the song in Japanese? Mainly the song was what what turned me so much off from it. But like I said, I listened to it in in English and I felt like if something is going to be primarily based on a song, that song better be hella strong. And it it really wasn't in English. I don't know about the Japanese version. Was it catchy? Like did it speak to your heart? I thought it was like adorable. I, I wouldn't be I'm not going to be walking down the street singing it. Probably it was it was like a pop it was a pop punk it was a Japanese pop punk song I can I can imagine how it must have sounded dubbed because sometimes that stuff it just does not translate I think I might have to if I can if I can give it like a month cool down time maybe I'll go back and re listen in in Japanese um, so number three number three was a very interesting one for me that was the twins it had a, once again a very distinct animation style. Um, do you remember that one? And what did you think about it? I do because I'm not usually the person going, oh, that's just impossible. You can't do that in space. This is not realistic. I know that. It's a cartoon. This is Star Wars. None of it's realistic. But it was fucking ridiculous. I was so confused. The X-Wing crashed into the side of the Star Destroyer. The thing should have exploded into oblivion. I was, And then they're fighting <laughs> in space. How are you? And then somehow there's gravity. I guess Star Destroyers have a gravity field on the outside of them. I was like, what the fuck? And then in the end, the robot comes out wearing a helmet. So I'm like, do they, this, is this just a joke? Like they realized at the end, oh, it's pretty funny. So let's have the robot, the only one who can breathe in space, come out in a space helmet. I didn't understand what was going. I think I'd already kind of tuned out a little bit because of Tattooing Rhapsody. And I started really paying attention to the twins. Oh, the twins dialogue. Once again, I don't know about Japanese, but it was so very exposition-y. Like, I am the chosen one. I am going to annihilate your galaxy. Brother, how could you do this to me? <laughs> I was like, no. Uh, but then they got to the point where they were fighting on the ship and visually, visually very, very cool animated uh, animation style. Um, never quite seen anything like it, especially in the in the Star Wars universe. So I, I started watching a little more and I was like, what's going on? Is there like, do they have like a cool force field around the ship? Kind of like how they had the force field around the hangars and like around Mech Shaw. Do they have like gravity boots? And I couldn't, I didn't even, couldn't even focus on what was going on in the story at that point because I felt like I'd missed something. But now I'm quite comforted, Mal. It seems like I didn't miss anything at all. It was ridiculous. And to me, the story was very predictable and standard. Good versus evil. Bleh. So that one was a miss. For me, it was a miss. I can't appreciate how you how you felt that the animation was visually stunning. But for me, it was kind of a miss. I'd, I'd much rather take well, well-written and well-acted over, over animation style. If 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 something's going to be beautifully animated, I'd rather just nobody talk and then I can <laughs> I can make up my own story. It's okay. Um, number four, number four was the Village Bride, and that was about the the woman who goes into the into the forest, and there's like the spirit, the force of the planet of the earth. I felt that it was simple and good. That's all I wrote about it was that it was good. It was an enjoyable little story. It was very simple, and I appreciate that. After not liking. The last two, the song one and the twins, uh, Village Bride helped kind of redeem the series a bit for me. I liked it a lot. The uh, visual style was a little more what I was expecting from from this uh, this series of shorts. It didn't feel very Star Warsy to me, but I liked watching it, so it wasn't wasn't a huge problem. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, The Knights Jedi is number five. This one, this one like 110% piqued my interest. The one where they go to the space station and there's this lightsaber forger and there's these special crystals that change color based on the person. And then all of a sudden they ignite their lightsabers and they're all red. And you're like, oh my God, plot twist. This one. Do you like my summaries? Do you like my summaries? They're, They're very similar to how I describe my rotation in game. Yeah, I mean, but that's how the rotation was described to you as well sometimes. So (laughs) I appreciate it. I don't call anything what it's supposed to be called. I don't know how anyone takes me seriously on any raid I go to. But hey. What do you think of The Ninth Jedi, though? I loved it. This one I liked. I've only seen six, but I can't. I just can't imagine that there is one that's going to top this one. It was just... It was engaging. The main character was endearing. I wanted to know what was going to happen. Yeah. And when it was all over, when it was all over, I wanted to know more. I want to know where they're going next. It was awesome. I've seen a lot of people saying that, like, I would watch a full series about this in some way. Same with the the duel, the very first one. Like, I'd watch a continuing series of this. The Nice Jedi, I... I think I was so wrapped up in it, which is such a good thing because I wasn't as much wrapped up in the other ones. I didn't even realize that uh, there was so many like continuity problems. But I found out later that the, the Night Jedi was actually supposed to be set way, way, way after the newest movies, like thousands of years kind of later thing. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because the, the Jedi are missing and blah, 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 blah. It's the closest we're going to get to Knights of the Old Republic in this anime series, I think. <laughs> I, I really liked it. I really liked it. What did you think about the the idea that the special tempered lightsaber crystals could could change color based on the alignment of the user? It's nothing that's currently really a thing. I think it's mentioned. Someone was saying that it was mentioned in another book or story, but it's not anything in the movies, obviously. Yeah, but why not? Why not? You're writing fiction in this universe. Oh, yeah. Why not? There's no good reason that it couldn't be that way. Did you like the guy at the end whose lightsaber turned purple? I loved it. Purple lightsaber is my favorite. I was like, oh, does that make Mace Windu a redeemed Jedi? I'm down with that. He could be redeemed if he wasn't so boring. <laughs> oh, wow. Snap. Um... Episode six. Might have to cut that. I don't know if they'll forgive me because I already don't know what KOTOR is. You don't know what KOTOR is. You find uh, motherfucking lightsabers on this motherfucking space station. Boring. Okay. Yeah, if that was the Mace Windu that was written for him, sure, I'd love Mace Windu. You know what I call Mace (laughs) Windu? You know what I call Mace... Fuck. You don't even know. You're too bored. Got it. Okay. You know what I call Mace Windu? I call him a waste of Samuel L. Jackson. That's what that character is. <laughs> waste. Episode six was a waste of my life. That's the one with the little boy. The last one that you watched. Let me tell you something. Have you during the holiday season? Do you ever watch Frosty the Snowman, the animated special by Rankin Bass? Oh no! Is that what it reminded you of? So the main Jedi guy looks exactly like the Santa Claus in Frosty the Snowman. And once that was in my head, I couldn't unsee it. And I don't know what when the hell that episode was even about. Because at that point, to me, it became Santa Claus meets Astro Boy. And I don't know what they're doing, but here they are. (laughs) All I could see was like, yes, this is very clearly meant to be an homage to Astro Boy, one of the first big animes that really 
exploded as a series, blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I, I didn't know. None of it interested in me at all. Zero. Nope. And I got up to episode seven, which you didn't get to see. Uh, but episode seven, by then I was like, oh, I had the high, the high of Ninth Jedi. And then I watched six and I was like, oh, mm. do I have to finish these? And then seven, seven, I really liked. I won't give you any spoilers, but I felt, I felt like they really got the whole Jedi Sith thing there and had a really cool little discussion, really nice animation style to go with it. Like that one felt very much like Star Wars to me, or at least it, it felt like. It felt like the parts of Star Wars that I really like. And then 8 and 9. Big mystery there. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. Maybe next week. That's what we can talk about. In the meantime, I'm going to send you a picture of this Santa Claus so you can understand how similar they looked. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah, I need to Photoshop this for you later. Thank you. Appreciate it. Couldn't unsee it. Took me out of the episode. Anyway, uh, part two of this hot take session... The exciting conclusion of what Saya and Mal think about Star Wars visions. <laughs> we'll be coming to you next week. Stay tuned and see you then. See you later. You have been listening to Saya and Mal's Hot Takes. Hot takes.